the criteria Latifi needs to do to get re-signed. Not get last. <laughs> oh, Spa's back. And lights out and away we go. <laughs> and Lewis Hamilton is halfway to space. <laughs> Personally yeah. go IndyCar over Williams. Yeah, space. <laughs> Grosjean Zoo. Guan Yu Zhou. Guan Yu Zhou. No, Zhou Guan Yu. I said that the first time. George was already sitting in that seat. Look, I don't agree with it, but you've asked a question. I'm trying to find a way to justify it. I'm just trying to absolutely tear your answer apart. G'day and welcome to Formula Bumps. My name is Jacko and with me is Andy. How are you, man? Nah. (laughs) What changed? Because that's not what you said on the last show. No, I said eh last time. (laughs) Now I said meh. So actually more into there's, it. There's, there's another more. letter there. That's that's B coming from you. That's up 33% on your last introduction. I know, right? Fucking, there you go. A little behind the scenes. We just finished recording the <laughs> other show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, off-season is officially nearly over. Thank God. It's going to be nice, man. Well, it, now we get to hear the Dutch national anthem twice this week because it's before the race and after the race. It's Look, if you're Dutch, it's, it is your weekend. He ain't fucking losing. Could you imagine the red he'd see if he didn't win Zambort? I almost... He'd punch... Wait, he'd probably punch his car into whoever came first. After after the checkered <laughs> flag, he will just ram them. He's like, how dare you take my trophy? Yeah, look... He's in trouble. A pa- okay, yes. So we can talk I about I just this. thought of that. Yeah, He's in no, trouble. I, I'm actually aware of this. So... I will say what I think happened, and then you can say the truth afterwards. Okay. Because there's normally a safer way to do it than the opposite. He took his hand off the steering wheel while driving. No, he was like drifting and speeding through Monaco. Oh, right. And he filmed himself doing it because <laughs> that's a really smart idea. Formula One world champion speeding in the streets, filming himself. Which is crazy because it's not like there's no footage of you driving incredibly fast sideways around corners every weekend of the year. It's also in an Aston Martin what he was doing it in. See, okay. <laughs> I am a massive, massive I think Aston it was a Valkyrie. Martin. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, no, let him off. I think I love Aston Martin cars. The team, couldn't care less. What do you mean? Fernando's there. Yeah, he's the only part I care about, though. And I like the colour green. But the silver Aston Martins, everything from, like, the DB fucking 5 mm. up to the Vanquish and the Valkyrie. Damn. Damn. On Forza, my whole garage is just Astons. I bought the James Bond car pass for more Aston Martins, bro. That's fair. But, yeah, he's in, uh, he's in a bit of strife there investigating. Is it? I think someone was doing the math today, and it's like a 220 euro fine. <laughs> Which I mean, it's breaking the bank for him. Well, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really with Red Bull's budget already. I mean, that salary cap. that's like two hundred twenty pounds. That's like forty five seconds of Red Bull catering right there, my man. I know, right? I think he will get a ticket, and I think it, everything will move on. <laughs> like that's it, right? <laughs> Lando Norris came into the sport with like points off his license for speeding. I didn't think he had a license when he came into the sport. Or was that Max? One of them didn't Max have a license. didn't have a license. He couldn't drive a car, but he was racing F1 cars. So, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm not I'm not shocked. I also don't think it's that huge of a deal. It, yeah. is, it is dangerous. But, like... Also, why are you doing it in Monaco? The song's called Tokyo Drift, not Monaco Drift. Exactly. And we're in Japan soon anyway. Yeah, do it do it through Tokyo, it'd be great. You can do you can literally find places in Tokyo where they'll take you drifting. Well, that's a thing that you can do over there. You can pay to drive like a really fancy car and go drifting in it. That's sick. I didn't know about that until after I got back. That is so cool. Well, you did the Mario Kart thing on the street with Rand Stroll. Yeah, Rand Stroll. Rand Stroll. I just you can cut this little segment. This conversation about Japan is very different to our previous conversation about Japan. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, speaking of moving on, though, Felipe Massa can't move on. Famous man. He's the Taylor Swift of our sport, a man who cannot let anything go. He's apparently considering legal action against the FYA for the whole 2008 World Championship. Yeah. It's more complicated than that, though, isn't it? Because he's not suing. To get his title. No, so he's he has no interest in overturning the championship because if 
let's be real. If he did that, then you'd have to overturn 2021. And then there's like 13 other championships you have to walk into. You know what I mean? Like there's that, the Prost Center ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd have to overturn those and it it equate to nothing because they just swap. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. So he's, what is he asking for in this suit? It looks like he's looking for compensation for not getting the championship, which would be a monetary thing. But you know what's really interesting about this whole story? Do you know who the boss of Ferrari was at the time? Was it... Okay, so it's either Dominicali... It is Dominicali. <laughs> who is now currently the head yeah. of F1. The chief executive of F1. Well, yes, yep. He's not FIA, he's F1. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's an interesting courtroom. So he is claiming he is the victim of a conspiracy committed by individuals at the highest level of F1 together with the FIA and Formula 1 management. Simply put, Mr. Massa is the rightful 2008 F1 and FIA uh, Drivers' Championship and F1 and FIA have deliberately deliberately ignored the miscontact that cheated him out of this title. He is unable to quantify the losses at this stage, but it estimates it, it is likely in the tens of millions of euros. So I have a couple of questions you might not have the answers to. I probably don't. I'm not a lawyer. No, and it's it's less about the law. So what do we know what country the suit is in? England by the look of it. England. Okay. I'm just let me confirm that. I definitely know his lawyer is based in London. Right, because it's either the it either be a European it'd be, court. Well, it'd be a, f- a French court because the FIA is based in France. Or and if it's not there, it's at the English High Court. Yep. So, but the good thing about both of those is the English legal system and the Australian legal system are nigh on identical. Mm-hmm. So we can draw a lot of comparisons there. And the French legal system is similar enough. I don't recall a case like this going through, right? So this is what would come under common law. Yeah. Which is based on precedent. Mm. And... First of all, this is not legal advice. You have to say that, apparently. All the lawyers I watch say that. Yeah, I know. But this can be a massively significant... As much as it's kind of funny, if this does get heard in a court and a ruling is made Mm. and it sets a precedent of challenging it, it does leave the sport in a very precarious position with countersuits and new suits opening up about other conspiracies. See, I don't... It all depends on what the outcome is rather than the whole idea of the suit, I feel. Go on. Because if all he gets is some money for it, well, let's let's look at the, the prime example of someone getting cheated, cheated in massive quotation marks here out of a world championship, and that's Abu Dhabi 2021. Everything Team LH is like, oh, it's the fucking worst thing that happened. It's the fucking apocalypse, this. <laughs> this is the worst thing to happen since a bomb was dropped on someone. <laughs> this is not the best thing since sliced bread. This is <laughs> not the best. This is what they always bring up when anything goes wrong. It's a hate crime. Anyway. <laughs> it's true, though. They Man, if it's just monetary, like he doesn't get the, the championship over time, which is not what he's seeking. Yep. And it's not likely to happen. But in the the small zero point zero 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 one percent chance that it is, then then it will open up new court proceedings, and then you've got to look back at twenty twenty one Abu Dhabi. Can Lewis sue the FIA and get his world championship back? Because then he'd be a six time world champion. By the way, if yeah yeah, because <laughs> if he loses, he loses. It, he's one. only a sixth one, so he's gonna be like, well, <laughs> I want more seventh. <laughs> so it's, it's, what. And Team LA Chang can like this. What I like about that is, no matter what kind of goes on with this, he's gonna he he doesn't come out on top, no matter which way the court cases go. Really. Yeah, because if it's a monetary value that he gets, it's like oh, he gets paid thirty million euro. Who? Just for example, yeah, Felipe Massa gets roughly thirty to fifty million euro. That's chump change to Hamilton. What's he gonna care? Well, do you think? Because my next question is, who will be financially culpable? For the loss, because FIA and the Formula One. Yep. So it so would Liberty, be organizational. So it would be Liberty Liberty Media. Liberty Media mixed with the FIA would have to pay. Was Liberty Media no. owners back then? It was no, Bernie it was Bernie Eccleston, Eccleston, who is 
not compliant because he's got nothing to do with F1 anymore. Even though it's his comments that have started this. I I genuinely think that this is going to be a quite a long and drawn out process which is going to uncover a fair bit about the dark underside of this sport, right? Mm. Because I don't think it's fair for Liberty Media to have to pay, but Bernie Eccleston is no longer in a financial position to be able to pay that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the, the ruling, if this gets heard, is going to touch on quite a few different aspects of this sport. I hope, I hope it gets dismissed. I don't think it's going to get dismissed. So basically what happened was is they've sent, his lawyers have sent a letter to FIA Formula 1 just being like, hey, we are going to commence legal proceedings if you do not provide a substantive reply within 14 days. Now, when did they say that? When did this article come out? Uh, 17th. So what? We've only, it's not even been a week yet. Yep. So until, I guess... We won't know until the thirty first of this month, realistically, what the what the outcome is probably going to be. But if they provide a substantial thing, it's like, well, all right, well, he's thirty million euro. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's actually probably what's most realistic is it will just settle outside of court with a payment and be like, fuck off, bro. Yeah, <laughs> let's not do this. Which honestly, duh, duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> That's probably. So when you were doing the zero point zero zero, I was like, "Man, this dude, that's not going to happen." No, it's probably going to be just now a court settlement. Yeah, yeah, it's that's basically what I feel like it's going to be. But in the very, very slim, unlikely thing that it goes to court and things get overturned, which, is, by the way, no precedent set to overturn a world championship, and that's why I'm saying whatever precedent is set from this will either open or close a lot of doors, right? Yeah, because if for some reason they decide, all right, well, Felipe Massa is the 2008 world champion. There's the there's the precedent to overturn twenty twenty one. There's the precedent to swap Prost and well, actually no, it doesn't do anything for Prost and Senna because they both crashed out and it, they it doesn't mean shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's now such that I think a about weird, it, weird situation to be in. And I, actually, you know what? It does because Schumacher Villeneuve Schumacher crashed into Villeneuve and Villeneuve made it through to win. So there is implications there. But everyone I can think of, the winner of the championship, the man who was punted off one was is in the right yeah you know what i mean yeah i <laughs> do it's ridiculous so on on that note right let's do a hypothetical say it goes to court everything you say goes horrifically wrong not only does the fia owe felipe a lot of money he gets given the honors of being the fia world championship i hope they do what they did to max last year for him Take him to just a random car park. Tell him, hey, man, you kind of won. Anyway, there's your ribbon. And then they just cut the broadcast. <laughs> like, I hope it's such a shit show of a ceremony. Because it would look... Can you imagine, though? Like, That'd just, be funny. They're like, all right, okay. So, Felipe, you are the... T- come down for, like, the... um, And then Lando smashes the trophy. <laughs> oh, Lando would smash the trophy, too. It's kind of funny to think about. Yeah, yeah. And I think... There will be some big implications coming from this, no matter what happens. Either it opens the door for litigation or it closes the door completely. Let's leave the court there, though. Yeah, because until we got more information about it, we, we're only speculating and that's not journalism. No, no. Racing's back. This weekend. Zanvoort. Yay. <laughs> So Another th- Monaco. So I think you just answered my question. I was going to say, let's take the season out of this and what's your thoughts on the actual track? Uh, it's fucking shit. It's going to be a shit. What annoys me the most is it looks so cool, right? It looks like a roller coaster that should make it the most insane racing. But it's not. And it's not. It is it because it's so crazy of a track, everyone has to drive it the same way. And there's no... There's no places to overtake. You either have coming out of the last corner onto the straight, and that's a dive bomb pass, or at the end of the first, like, all corner one. Which is still... Again, <laughs> just, <laughs> just. Yeah, it's just not going to, it's not going to be a fun race. No, it's just going to be, it's going to be a parade for 70-something laps. I don't even know what we're so worried about. It's not like we're going to be able to see the fucking track anyway with all the flares going that's off. That's true. They do like to blow up the orange <laughs> smoke. 
Although I'm pretty sure they're banned. No. I am gonna look up the exact thing. So it's currently cloudy over there. But Ooh. from Thursday onwards, there is a 90% chance of precipitation, a 50% chance, an 80% chance, and a 80% chance on race day. So you have to answer this honestly. Are you hoping for a wet race or that they cancel it and you don't have to watch it? <laughs> Which one do you want? <laughs> I need to look up something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold up. I just need to find out when their next game is. It is 2.30 in the... Oh, no. I want them to play. I want them to race because I have to wait till 2.30 in the morning to watch West Ham play. Damn, that hurt you to say too. I know. Did, <laughs> yeah, hurt. I'm just sitting. I'm like, I'm gonna have no sleep before work. That no, day. that's an all-nighter. Because what the two thirty game knocks off at a what like four thirty? Yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh. I hate watching sport in Europe because so they I. put it on at stupid o'clock for yeah, us. Right, just make them all night races. <laughs> That'd be great. No, the, the, here's the kicker: if that was a three o'clock game in England, I'd be able to watch it quite comfortably. <coughs> Anything past three o'clock in England I can't watch comfortably. I I consume a lot of my European sports through highlight reels. I consume I like to watch my games. I would love to. I'd love to. You just have a different level of dedication and attention that you can bring to your your habits that I do not have the ability to do. So Zanvorton and then lot I'm sorry, no, I'm looking at this now. I know this is completely <laughs> off topic, but the week after we've got Lutton Town at Lutton Town and that's the shit stadium that's in a backyard. Yeah, that's the one you showed me recently. Yes, and I'm like, that's going to be the greatest thing to watch when West Ham play there and I'm not even going to be able to watch it because it's at 5 a.m. <laughs> See, I reckon I could wake up and watch. I can't wake up. I could wake up and watch. It's harder for me to stay up and watch. I can wake up. I can't stay up. I might have to watch that one. Oh, but it's, oh, no, it's Saturday. Yeah, I can't watch that. I'm going to have to watch that on the Sunday. <sighs> but I'm off that Sunday, so I could watch it, like wake up and watch it. Anyway, it's going to be great because yeah. that, that stadium <laughs> just looks fantastic for away fans. You're going to walk up through like a fucking stair. Oh, it's great. Well, because like that's the thing, right? Because Miami is essentially the same thing. It's built in a car park in someone's backyard. Basically. Right. It's just the backyard of a stadium. Yes, However, what the difference is, they put a lot of effort into make Miami look like a cool, unique track. This Lutton Town Stadium is straight up, you walk up someone's side fucking walkway into the stadium. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Aren't they upgrading it? They were meant to upgrade it to be Premier League, Premier League safe or whatever. I don't know. I haven't seen what the upgrades were. I'm going to guess that they had to have proper broadcast facilities. <laughs> you can't just have some dude with a megaphone screaming. Yeah, I'm going to assume that's what they've had to do. They've had to put in a proper broadcast facility. Maybe, maybe. Let's jump back to racing, though. I know, I that was believe, for the other show, but it was just... It's I can't a believe it's me saying, let's go back to racing, because in the other show, I wanted to talk about racing. You're like, why are you talking about racing, bro? We're talking about that next. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to fucking blow our load too quickly. Uh, th look, fair enough. So speaking of blowing loads, that brings me to the story I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, this. Yes. So... You I would say that most people in the Formula 1 community are aware of a recent novel that has been published by, and I'm assuming this is a pen name, Anita Driver. Are you sure that's a pen name? That sounds like a proper name. But that's what I mean, right? Like, I, it's got to be because otherwise, that's normative determinism at its finest. Anita Driver is writing a romance novel about Daniel Ricciardo. I've read the blurb. Have you read the blurb? I have not read the blurb. Will you give me 25 seconds, young man? Because I am going to entice you into what I think might be the greatest motorsport novel of all time. That's a big call out. So the novel is called Overtake My Heart. And I don't I don't think that's a great title, first of all. <laughs> it just sounds like you phoned it in. Well, also. We've given you the best title for a Daniel Ricciardo porn fucking novel of all time, which don't steal, because I have an idea. Oh, God. Big Dick Danny Rick. <laughs> um, have you seen the cover at least? I've seen the cover, yeah. It's, it's fucking gold. That's, look, first of all, 
that's not his face. That's Tom Cruise's face. <laughs> and secondly, Daniel Ricardo's not 135 kilos of pure muscle. <laughs> you don't know that. Rev up your engines for a sizzling high-octane romance. Overtake my heart. We'll take you on a heart-stopping ride filled with passion, speed, and heartbreak. Follow Emily, a smart, independent woman, as she navigates the thrilling, glamorous world of Formula One racing and tangles with the irresistible, charming playboy, Daniel Ricciardo. Will Emily's love be enough to tame the notorious heartbreaker? Will Daniel risk his career and reputation for the woman who's captured his heart? Buckle up for a love story that's as unpredictable and as exhilarating as the race itself. This person has clearly never watched a Formula One race because they <laughs> they are rather predictable this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm not finished though. You'll be on the edge of your seat until the very last page. And they have quotes on the back. From who? You will love this. There's a quote from Susan Monza. <laughs> no, no, that's not the funny bit. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Head of Obscure Romance Novel Monthly. He's <laughs> her title. Obscure Romance Novel Monthly. He's <laughs> the fucking title. <laughs> I can't believe you'd advertise this. Yeah, no one's heard about us. <laughs> There's another quote from Jennifer Frankershamps. Andy, I think they're making this up. <laughs> What's her title? <laughs> Erotic Novel Digest. <laughs> you know what? This sounds just as plausible as Spectrum News 1. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Except that's a real thing. That's a re- this, but the, the crazy thing is, this is a real thing too. And there's a, it has 20 reviews. 20 reviews. 20 reviews. How many are five stars? Well, I want you to guess the overall rating. Three and a half stars. Oh, yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, 3.8. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you have read it. I wish. Let's... <laughs> About the author. Anita Driver, PhD. <laughs> this is the... Fucking hell. Anita Driver is a Formula One enthusiast who has attended every Spanish Grand Prix since 1991. She first learned to love cars when she was struck by one at the age of nine. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) She currently resides in a flat in New York with her 29 cats, who were all named Bernie Wigglestone. She once shared a cab with Margaret Thatcher and has a very festive pair of ruby slippers that she wears when she's feeling fancy. Can we buy this book and read chapter on their podcast? I, I think we can. Surely no one will copyright this. It's 50 pages. Oh, we could read that on a fucking podcast. One episode. It's um, That could be a summer break thing. <laughs> like a winter break thing. Yeah, fuck doing F2, bro. This is a bit... Okay. You ready for some of the reviews? Yes. This is my favorite segment we've ever done. <laughs> this is better than the race is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's too good not to be shared. Five stars. Fantastic. Not your typical love story. This is a fun yet sexy story filled with racing slash F1 references. If you are going to fantasize about a driver, it has to be Danny. So, yes, I agree with all the attributes described on the book. Five stars. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I want to get to the bad ones. (laughs) Okay. This is by... Maz a spin. Oh god! I'm not even kidding. This is this is. Oh, we be have to we have to buy this book and read it on the podcast. It. This book cannot be taken serious. Its storyline is shorter and worse than Nick DeVries's F1 <laughs> career. <laughs> Holy mac and cheese balls! Don't know what's more cheesy: this story or the Miami pre-race shenanigans? No, Mikey. No, this is so not right. You made me want to fox smash my head through a door. He's actually read the book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure we could get our partners on to read this story with us. Oh, so 62% of the ratings are five star. No four stars. No four stars. 11% 
are three star, 11% are two star, and 1%, sorry, 16% are one star. So we, we've done a couple there. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this one just is from Mark. Puts the F in F1. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Sydney. My heart was truly overtaken. So enjoyable. My only complaint is that I want more. This now lives on my nightstand so I can reread it as often as possible. Also going to get one for everyone in my book club. They love Danny too. Rare as rare and compelling as a feat. Oh sorry, a rare and compelling feat as an Esteban Ocon podium. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> if fuck reading the book, I think we need to find all these reviewers and get them on the show for an interview. I'm sorry, you didn't give the full the full name of this book, by the way. The full name is Overtake My Heart. Thick Rick Races for Love. I didn't even see that. <laughs> it's book number one of 69. <laughs> Here's the kicker. Daniel Ricardo is aware of the book because I'm on an article right now talking about Daniel Ricardo's yeah. reaction. Do you know why he knows about the book? Who do you think wrote it, dipshit? <laughs> it has to be Danny. Hey, he's never written anything in his life before. Takes six months off, comes back into the sport, what comes out of the publishing house? Book. First of 69 in the Daniel Ricardo romance series. Bro. I've got to read this article. So this is from um, the Wide World of Sport. <laughs> Daniel Ricardo can't have imagined his Formula One career would one day make him the subject of an erotic fan fiction. Now that day has come, leaving the, world, uh, leaving the eight-time Grand Prix winner in hysterics. The author, whose punny name, Anita Driver, is conspicuous. Conspicuous, conspicuous itself, has published a 50-page Ricardo-based novel, Overtake My Heart, Thick Rick Races for Love. <laughs> so thick Rick is so fucking good. It's thick with two Cs. Obviously. <laughs> the book is the first of a 69 series in the Daniel Ricardo romance series by the author. Touted as a great gift for mum, the cover features artwork of a topless Ricardo straddling a Red Bull Formula One guard <laughs> in flames in the background. Published in July, the book was finally cited by Ricardo. Speaking on F1, the DRS podcast, the Perth product chorted as he read the contents of the cover. I've never heard of this. I think I'm flattered. I don't know, <laughs> but I can't say I've heard of it. I'm also assuming you're not joking, but I'm very gullible. First I've heard, Heidi's just shown me. What the hell? What the fuck is this? I look jacked. <laughs> the book listed on Amazon's description reads, rev up your engines for a sizzling high-octane romance. Overtake your heart will take you on a heart-stopping feel. Heart-stopping yeah. feel. Yeah, we've read that part. Yeah. Fucking mental. <laughs> mental. So, here's the activity for the rest of the show. Thick Rick, that's pretty easy. That's Daniel. Yeah. We're now in charge of writing porn novels for the rest of the drivers. <laughs> oh, no. So, have you seen like those like, F1 groups grid if it was your girlfriend, if it was their girlfriends things on YouTube where they do the F1 grid if it was their girlfriends? You know, you got Kelly PK for Max. Yes. It gets to Pierre and Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets to. Gets. No, sorry. There is Pierre's Yuki. No, Pierre has his actual girlfriend, but for y Yuki, Yuki has Pierre. Pierre yeah, Yuki oh. has Pierre. So I've just thought of the title for the, the Ocon novel. Waste of Space. No, I was going to say Baguette It Up. <laughs> 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 like, back it up. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about the race this weekend instead of porn novels? Absolutely. Which we will definitely be buying and reading on this show. Yeah, Holy we'll, fuck. Yeah, we'll read some of this. Uh, we will first of all, we'll check that it's legal first, and then we'll read. Hey, there's a podcast out there where, like, the guy's dad's writing a porn novel, and they read a chapter per episode. Yeah. of his porn novel. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think that's fair. We're reading an ep we're reading the book on a podcast, or we'll leave experts excerpts of the book. Yeah, and we'll like, yeah, we'll. I mean, I'll take one for the team and read it. <laughs> you have to read it. I can't read it. <laughs> so you, you get too horny. <laughs> no, I get too dyslexic. I can't read. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> um, we will talk about the race. Um, but I, I want a few more porn names out there. Carlos? 
Smooth operator. Yeah. That writes itself. It's just the smooth operator. Smooth operator is pretty good. I was going to go for something like the bull, El Matador. (laughs) No, that's Fernando. Oh, you know what? Swift and shift for Fernando. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or it'd just be called My Story, Fernando's version. (laughs) 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 All right, so we've got Fernando done. Um, Lando's would just be please <laughs> someone anyone <laughs> and then George would also have that um, nah his would be called Woody and Buzz <laughs> uh, and it's self stimulation story yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good um, she hit me first is his title <laughs> 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 that's what I mean that's going she hit me first Valtteri, sun's out, bun's out. Yeah. Yep. I can't think of anything. Or two, two of the Valtteri, because he races push bikes or some shit. Who else is even in this sport? Lance Stroll. That's, yeah, there's the lead back to the Japanese sex robot thing. <laughs> and if you want to know what the hell that's about, listen to the other show. <laughs> Sorry, Andy's, Danny Kvyat's is I Did It First. <laughs> Max is <laughs> I stole your wife. <laughs> Max is his new kid who dis. Um, yeah, no, okay, we can stop talking about porn. Can we please yeah, stop? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, but so it's Zanvort this weekend. Flare City. Oh, bro, orange. It. It's 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 so orange that the promo photo for it is the trophy covered in orange smoke. Like, like they're even they're just like, yeah, we we can't. We know what's happening. We've banned this, and we still can't stop it. Like, flares aren't small. I know. So they're doing some cool shit to get them in there, <laughs> like, and respect for it. Have you got some track facts for us? Nope. <laughs> it's a track that's in the Netherlands. It's a very boring race because there's nowhere to pass. That's all you need to know. It's going to be seventy laps. It's all going to be decided on Saturday because whoever gets polls probably going to win and it's probably going to be Max. Now it is. How you have seen the conspiracy that's popped up online with World Cup victories. Oh, I did see this yes. actually. So the last time Spain won the won the World Cup, a certain Spanish driver won the home race of his championship rival. Germany, wasn't it? It was Germany. Germany yep. So what we're saying is... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Which is, you know, let's be a little bit more careful. What we're saying is, y'all know what's about to happen, but let a brother dream. So what, ha- okay, now actually, so what happens if Lando wins his first win and everyone cracks the orange smoke for Max? We do we get the, do we get the, uh, is, that, is that smoke for me message? See, I like how you're talking about it within the sport because I was going to be like, well, we need to come up with like bums and supercars somewhere because I'm not talking about that <laughs> ever again in my life if that happens, Andy, is we need to come up with a new show title, do something else because we've said some shit <laughs> about that dude. Oh, um, you've said some shit about that dude. I think he's a re- reputable young man and a fantastic racing driver. I like Lando. Bar slap Lando. Oh, I thought you were talking about Lance. No, I said Lando, you knob. Oh, I heard why, Lando. Why would... Lance. Why would Lance say, oh, it was the orange smoke for me when Lando is notorious for saying shit like well, that? Well, that's why life. I thought it was weird, bro. <laughs> so you said you just Lando can't... and I heard Lance. <laughs> right. Well, my statement about saying some shit stands true for both drivers, first of all. <laughs> I mean, we both said some shit about Lance. Well, Jesus that's Christ. why I was like... I mean, listen, listen to that joke shit. I just said. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is going to be a qualifying. Now, this, in your expert opinion, mm-hmm. uh, is this, what are the limitations on this track? So is this a high downforce track? Is this a low downforce track? Like, what are we looking at so that we can look at the teams and go, they'll probably do well? Look at Hungary. Whatever happened at Hungary, that's the same here because it's a similar sort of track. Similar turns. The only thing different is they have a bank turn, which if it gets wet, does it does it do they slip up or down? That's a great question. Up. I'm <laughs> assuming up. I'm assuming up. Whee! Whee! <laughs> which is honestly, we haven't seen it yet. Could you imagine if they timed it and they just jumped half the track? I was gonna say, like, yeah, Mario Kart it and be like on the last lap, the checkered flag's actually not on the track and you have to land near it. <laughs> does it get up over the berm? 
and land. This is, and this will continue to be the message for the rest of the year. This is Max Championship to lose in insane fucking circumstances. That he can't lose it from here. Yeah, he could. He just has to finish in the points every race. It doesn't matter at this point. No, it really doesn't. I I don't think Checo is going to put on a charge at all. He's not. He's not allowed to. Yeah, exactly. Uh the Ferraris. Yeah, it's Ferrari. So <laughs> there'll be a lot of sadness. Yeah, well, I don't even think they'll go up <laughs> to the race. I think they'll be like, you know what? We're not even going to bother <laughs> this weekend. We'll skip that one because we've got ones are coming up. We do. Speaking. That'll be fun. That's always a fun weekend. Um, I. I am curious to see what the Mercedes will look like on this track because Hungary they looked okay. I think they'll be fine. I think that car does relatively well on this sort of track. Yeah. The only thing I could see hampering it is going to be the wet. Just the, the the wet is just so... It's so unpredictable in this championship. The only thing you can predict is Max is still going to win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. McLaren is going to be an interesting one. So... Right before the mid-season break, this team had pretty much completely done a 180 from how they started the year. Oh, I think they're still going to be fine. I think they're going to be up the top there once yep. again. I don't see them dropping down. At, the only reason I can see them dropping down is if they, for some reason, decide, oh, let's do wet setup and then it's completely dry. Completely dry. Because that's where they fucked it. Yep. Because that car sucked in the dry spa. And in the wet, it was like... It was a gun. Oscar was fucking the fastest. No, Oscar did not do shit in the race. No, the race. No, I'm not talking about the race. I'm talking about when it was wet. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was putting in the fastest middle sector by a second. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they've managed to build a car that's just a beast when it rains, which it does like three times a year, but like they've done it. It's not It's not that it's a beast when it rains. The car was set up purely for wet. Oh, well. Because if you, look, if you look at the Silverstone race, it was a gun there. The race before it was a gun for Lando there. Like, the car is just inherently better. Whatever they've done is just complete 180 from the start of the year when they were looking at 10th in the World Championship. You know what I mean? Like, they were not looking particularly well. Meanwhile, Aston started out well, but now their development's sort of been drawn back a bit and now they're struggling, if that makes sense. No, it does. And it's being reflected too. And unlike you keep saying, there has been no development over the last three weeks. I haven't said it this week. You haven't, but I know it was coming, so I'm just... Squashing it right now. <laughs> there has been no <laughs> development. They have been on holiday. The next upgrade we'll probably see. There might be minor ones that were already in the in the works, works. Yeah, at Zambor, but Mons is probably the the more realistic place that you're going to see an upgrade. And the irony of bringing upgrades to Monza, where it's like you just want to take everything off the car that you. Possibly I know you can. don't want anything. You don't want anything on it. That's why Williams is going to come one too. Duh. So the question is, we've got Sergeant. In Williams, and we've got Albon in Williams. Yeah. One of them will be sick that weekend. Who are they putting in there that will then earn a seat and get fired within six weeks? <laughs> <Is it? laughs> well, who's an up-and-coming driver that deserves a seat? Teo. Uh, nah, he won't get it. He's a, he's with Sauber. Sauber, yeah. Um, I would also say... Who's a Mercedes young... You know who it'll be? It'll be fucking Mick. Well, Mick's I don't no, it'll be Mick that gets the run because it's already looking like Logan's going to lose his seat at the end of the year. And Toto's already like, I got this German driver for you. <laughs> He's very good. Well, he only caused $3 million worth of damage. Well, that's the thing, right? I don't know if Mick is actually better than Logan or vice versa. Well, it depends. Like, it, it depends because Logan can't drive the car fast enough to destroy it. And Mick was quick. He just Mick kept was crashing. Quit. He just kept crashing it. So it's it's you needed to like find a middle ground. And he's had a year with Toto. He's sitting there with the headphones on Toto. What? Fuse them. <laughs> I've been watching Dragon Ball Z again. There is a lot of filler in that show. Yeah, man. But when we were seven, and idiots, it was the, it was the best. Spe- well, yeah. side note. <laughs> I was watching in the background at work today. So when I started. It was the episode where the androids first appear. Okay. I watched it all day, nonstop, just skip the intros, next episode. I've only just gotten to where Cell appears. <laughs> I worked for eight hours today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
five minutes it was meant to take for Namek to blow up. It was 15 episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro, we, y'all remember the spirit bomb. And then two and a half months it took us to watch him throw it. Yeah. and I It's can't, painful. And did it work the first time? No. It, it did so work. The, 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 the thing, spirit bomb against Freezer doesn't work because Freezer then appears. They think they've beaten Freezer. And then he puts the beam through Piccolo. And then he blows up Krillin. And then Goku's like, you just killed my best friend and goes Super Saiyan. And everyone's like, oh, shit. And then Vegeta cries because he doesn't go Super Saiyan. And he's like, like, I want to be a Super Saiyan. Seven seasons. Super Saiyan. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Abridged? I love The Abridged. The Abridged is... Bro. That's way better than watching Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> they're, they're genuinely fucking hilarious. I've been watching them do commentary over the episodes. All like, right. So they, they're just talking about it. And they can't even help themselves. Anytime they've got a good line coming up, they just they have to start talking in the voice. <laughs> and like one of the main guys, he does Vegeta, Piccolo, and Krillin. <laughs> so so the, <laughs> two of the three most killed characters of all time. If he played Sean Bean, he would be <laughs> the most killed character of all time. I know, right? So We should probably talk about racing. Well, we already have. There's not much else to talk about. I know, but... Really, there's not. So, I know. We know Max is going to win. There's rain, which means something could happen. Who's who is gonna punt it into the wall and why is it Ocon? So I think it's Ocon because what he'll notice is that his teammate is right there. <laughs> They're just right next right to Right there. He's just like, oh Bang. Baguette. Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the stereotypical shit everyone falls back to when they like hanging shit on countries. It's good. Well, because there's that thing, right? It's like French. It's like baguette, cigarettes, cheese, mm. surrendering. Three of the four things are incredibly true about that country. And I it's know. Not the surrendering. <laughs> <laughs> In America, it's just guns and freedom and eagles. And three of those things are one hundred percent true. England, there's tea, monarchy. And colonialization. Colo- colonization, <laughs> yeah. And Brexit. <laughs> That's what you guys are known for now. <laughs> then you've got Canada. You've said the right word, yeah. They yep. just apologize for literally everything. Lovely people. Woke up. Oh, sorry, I woke up today. I just don't hey. know why you had to send the worst one to our sport. I know, right? <laughs> We'd take any other Canadian. We just smoke diaries and drink piss. Yeah. Fucking I like beer. Oh. Not piss. Unless you're Todd Carney. Unless, unless you're an NRL player, in which case you have definitely drunk not only your own, but someone else's urine before. Yep. Where else are the drivers from? <laughs> Spain. There's two Spanish drivers. Yeah, and they're just sexy. Yeah, I know. This is the thing, right? This is like, yep, okay, you guys win. There's Max. Max Max looks like Slid the Sloth. He looks weird. He's a weird-looking dude. And he's pulled <laughs> Kelly PK. She's got a thing for slothy-looking dudes, though, because Danny Kvyat was also a chewed minty. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then, well, Albon's from Thailand. Yeah, but he's British. Yeah, true. He races under British license. No, he races under a Thai, Thai license. Thai license, but he's, but he's British. British. Um, he's apparently been approached by like half the teams on the grid for 2025. By the way, I, I, yeah, absolutely, including top teams. Abs- but you were. After what happened with Red Bull, would you put Albon in a top team again? Yes. Really? Ab- absolutely, I would. No no doubt in my mind. So, that when he got thrown into Red Bull after Pierre got shafted, he was never going to do well when it was like, hey, your expectation is to come second or third every single race. You are in a car that will not be able to beat the Mercedes. You've never driven this before. It is set up specifically for Max, who likes a very unique car feel. Like, what was supposed to happen? Ah, uh, he was meant to come second in every race, clearly. Yeah, that was never that was never an option. No, and then he's come back into the sport. He's kept his cool. He's worked hard. Driving a Williams. Results. He's in the Williams, right? No pressure. I don't think Red Bull is talking to him. No, actually, Red Bull have been talking to him. They've, they've floated the idea of him returning to the fold. They Danny? didn't explain why. They just said, hey, would you like to come back? And Albon said, thank you, but no. Well, yeah, because it almost feels to me, and I have no evidence for this whatsoever, 
But it almost feels to me like if we bring him back into the stable, that just means he can't sign with someone else and then people can't point their fingers at us and say, see, he was good, you guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It feels more like a PR buy than it yeah. does, hey, let's join the talent. We'll get you back in the car. Like Danny coming back was definitely about getting this driver back in the car. Yeah. I can't see where the Albon. Although I did forget we had a question over the break. Love a question. Is it and chunky? It, it is chunky and it, it does relate to... Something you've said about the team we were just talking about. Oh, shit. Okay. What you, is it, Chunky? You have said that if you had it given a choice, you would rather drive an Indy car over a Williams. Yes. Given that you've said that and what has been happening, do you still take Indy car over Williams? If not, what team do you choose in the Indy cars? Damn. So there's a win- there's a fucking hard That's question. That's a hard point. question. Okay. I, I can already tell you what the car you want to drive an Indy car is. Which one? The one that's teammates with Stingray Rob. Yes, that is exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> let me, fuck it, let me sit on his lap and we'll drive together. Stingray. <laughs> and I'll be Mantis. <laughs> and we'll be fucking sick. We'll come last and one of us will always crash. Okay. I think there's two answers to this question. Well, yeah, there's two questions here. I think there's four answers to these two questions. <laughs> the first one is, if I had the opportunity to go IndyCar or F1 and my only choice was Williams or any team in IndyCar, I would go to IndyCar because I think it would be a better paid, more competitive, longer racing career. Okay. I would still prefer to drive any F1 car of an IndyCar simply because I'm more connected to the F1 sport. I would drive any F1 car. Just not very well. No, absolutely not. I can't even drive a Corolla well. <laughs> Things about like four horsepower. However, if I did go to IndyCar, the joke team would be to compete down the back with Stingray. However, I really like the McLaren outfit. The McLaren Arrows. Yep, in IndyCar. I think they're fantastic. And or like I, I don't have the best knowledge of the teams because they all run different liveries as well. Mm-hmm. It's so it, it's, it's more the, the team itself rather than like the individual team. So like... Would you want to drive with Andretti? Would you want to drive with Penske? Would you want oh, to drive? Oh, okay, okay. So let's go with that because th- th- there's yeah. so many micro teams. It's similar to NASCAR, right. how NASCAR have like four or five cars under the one garage, but they're all individual teams. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they race out of the same shed, but they're, but they're all not together. Exactly. So I would say, you know what? I would pick Andretti mm-hmm. simply because not only has that man done wonders for US motorsport, He's bought a huge amount of funding across to Australia for Australian motorsport. He's trying to break into the F1. I think he's done so much for racing that I would love to join his team. Who would you pick, though? I'd, I'd I couldn't wa- do Penske because you hate McLaughlin. See, here's the thing. <laughs> Is it? If I wanted to drive Penske, there was only one goal. Beat Scott McLaughlin. No. Oh. Put Scott McLaughlin in the gravel. <laughs> in the gravel. Thank God you said Fucking gravel. Fucking drive out of that cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. That's staying in. I'm happy with that. That's brilliant. <laughs> so, okay. You, your team Penske, I'm Andretti. No, nah, but if, if realistically, I'd drive Andretti. Yeah. Andretti got better cars. Plus, Romance in Andretti. Yeah, I'd love I like Andretti's we- cars look better. They're all Chevys. Yep. You can't you can't steer wrong with a fucking Andretti car. I also and I want to I want to shift this because we'll finish up in the next couple of minutes. But I also want to talk about NASCAR teams because you've got Toyotas, Chevys, Fords, Fords, and other. I think there's a Dodge. I think there's still Dodge in NASCAR. Because I, first of all, that NASCAR we've already spoken about, but that NASCAR at Le Mans, just fucking awesome. It sounded like a demon. It sounded awesome. No, there's just Chevy, Toyota, and Ford. There's only three, so Dodge's left. So there's only the yeah. three sh- manufacturers there. And weirdly enough, I'd go Toyota because I drive a Toyota. See, I'd go Chevy. Because, it's hard because I'd want to drive the Chevy, but it's a Camaro. And then there's the Ford, which is the Mustang. And I like the Mustang more than a Camaro, but I hate that I like that. I oh, see, because I'm the opposite. I, I think the Mustang is awesome. Like I love mus- the Mustang. Muscle cars are fucking cool. End yes. of discussion. I don't care which generation of muscle car. If it is big and boxy, I like it. 
If it has a V8 in it, it's a fucking good car. Yeah, absolutely. When the Mustang came out, I was like, yo, that's pretty sweet. You know, we ran it in supercars for a couple of years. while We're, we're still, still running it. We are, but we ran it before the Camaro came. Yeah. Then when they launched the new Camaro, I was like, yo, that is straight up a fucking Transformer robot in disguise. That thing, it looks like a demon. I love the Camaro. I think it's fantastic. Fair. I think we should wrap it up, man. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just going to talk about other racing. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I still think I will love motorsport. Motorsport will always be my love. But I do like a non-motorsport racing category. It's not push bikes. It's sponsored by Red Bull. Is it the Soapbox Derby? Yes, Red Bull Soapbox Derby. It's so much fun. So good. So good. If you don't know what we're talking about, check it out. Go on YouTube, Red Bull Soapbox Derby. You won't be disappointed. No. It's performance art at its finest. <laughs> it's really? genuinely brilliant. And the commentator's like, paid like 15 bucks. He just says whatever he wants. <laughs> it's quality. It is genuinely quality. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I'm glad we're back. That may change after this race, though. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll start incorporating other motorsport into it so that the episodes extend a little bit. Yeah, of genuine stuff. Or we just, you know what? We'll just be reading the book for the rest of the year, bro. It's 50 True. pages. It's going to take a while to get through. <laughs> Two pages an episode. <laughs> uh, our social media is at Formula Bums everywhere except for X. It is now known as X. And they took away TweetDeck and it's the mo- Actually, I'm fucking going around here. I'm so pissed off that you have to fucking pay to use TweetDeck now. What a fucking joke. You have to pay for the blue tick and then you get TweetDeck on top of it. Fuck off. Give me my... P- Give me my tweet deck back. It was so much easier. What is tweet deck? It was a way that I was able to manage our social media quite easily, and now I can't do it. And we're not paying for a blue tick. I'm not paying we're for, not for fuck. For it's like tick. 13 bucks a month. I'm like, fuck off. Re- for that? Motherfucker. Yeah, he's a fucking billionaire, and he's charging 13 bucks for a blue tick. Fuck off. <laughs> Go get your ass kicked by Zuckerberg in the UFC. We're going to have to do a review for that. That's going to be great. I hope it's they both be- kill each other. The world would be a better place. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Bye.